Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible foods the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? And that music tells me and you it is time for the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Dr. Jim Sears. Hold on. I'm starting to try. I'm <laughs> starting my camera. Hold on. Okay, there we go. I'm trying to multitask. I'm doing a selfie uh, video with my selfie stick. While I'm introducing the show, alongside me is my sister and co-host, I almost called and said doctor, uh, certified health coach, Hayden Sears. Hello, everyone. Doing? Not and, a doctor. Nope. And then a, you're a certified health coach with, right. with the Dr. Sears Family Wellness Institute. Yes. And then over there in the corner is producer Matt. Matt. Yeah. yeah. You've been promoted from sound man Matt to producer Matt. Sounds so official. Our brother. So let me flip the camera. Hey, hey. there you hey, are. Hey, Matt. All right. So are you wondering why I'm doing this? I'm, I'm just trying to get video. Of, okay. Of <laughs> like you're the most obvious so reason. I'm going to turn it off it. right now. There we go. Okay, it's off. Um, all right. So we got a fun, great show we're going to talk about. We got some comments mm-hmm. to talk about. We have a, some interesting news regarding a very widely used baby product. So you guys may want to stay tuned for yeah. that. That is called a tease. A tease. And it's a recall. Hooking. So. Hooking. Yeah. yeah. Some, a baby product has been recalled. And uh, this is a baby project I have used mm. in my babies as well as myself. So I'm dying to know what it is. No, wait, I do <laughs> wait, know what it know is. It. So, um, and then um, interesting article about um, a. Here's the headline: I raised two successful CEOs and a doctor. Here's one of the biggest mistakes I see parents making. So, who? Mm, I, I can't wait to see that. So, but before we get to any of this stuff, I want to wish my daughter Leah a happy birthday. Yesterday was her birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday Leah! This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey, hey. and um, <laughs> so happy birthday to her. So good. Okay. Um, everything going good? Yeah. How's, how's everything going? It's great. It's I really just, great. I've just finished lots of traveling, mm-hmm. which I'm glad. Uh, kind of, okay, now it's the holiday season. I don't need to travel anymore. So yay. I'm kind of in town. It feels good. good. Yeah. Kind of settled in for the holidays. Yes. 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 All right. So why don't... Um, oh, yes. <laughs> it's funny. I forgot. It's right in front of me on this sheet. <laughs> if you want to find us... Um, which I guess if you're listening, you have found us already, but, um, you can find us on the interwebs and the, and the socials, social medias on, uh, Facebook, uh, Dr. Sears Family Podcast, and, uh, as well as on the Instagrams and then on the interwebs, com slash podcast. And, um, go ahead and, uh, share the show if you like it. Um, and based on uh, a lot of your feedback and ratings and whatnot, uh, a lot of you like it. So, uh, share it with a friend. That's how podcasts get popular and um, and spread, and how they grow, and by people listening. and And go ahead and get us, give us a rating. We would love a rating. Hey, who doesn't like ratings, right? Right. Well, um, I like five star. Ratings. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we like good ratings. It's like getting right. grades. It's like a report card. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you, sometimes you don't want to look. Oh no, boy, I don't want to look. True. But uh, yeah, that's ugh, that's <laughs> reminds me of high school. I was not a good student, even though I ended up being, you know, you know, doing well in college and med school. Uh, man, in high school, I just did not 
have it.、Mm-hmm. So when por- report card time, I was just, <laughs> oh man, oh no. <laughs> oh no. All right. So let's、um, continue on. And that music right there tells me it is time for. Comments with Hayden. Yeah, we got some comments on our last podcast, which I think it was a really cool podcast. We talked about、um, cold remedies and、uh, just lots of prevention tips and stuff like that. I think people really liked it. We had mostly had we had a couple people tag other people in it and say, "Hey, this looks interesting. Check、oh, good, it out," which、shares. is really cool. Yay, we like that. We like people、that. to share it and tag people.、Um, we got a great comment. It says, "This is from Carol." She says, "This podcast was outstanding. So informative and so many great ideas." Thanks, Carol. <clears throat> cool. It's great. I think that kind of really ties into what we're trying to do here: is is bring ideas you might not hear elsewhere,、mm-hmm. you know, new stuff. Yeah, and really, a lot of it's from just our own life and our own experiences, and then of, of course a lot in the what we see in the doctor's office and our coaching and health coaching and all that. But with、mm-hmm. you know, with the Sears family with eight kids, and many of us are parents ourselves, we have a plethora of experiences to. To share and yes, exactly. So I've got the、um, Doctor Sears Family Podcast Instagram page open and just looking for comments. A lot of followers, and, and on this particular Instagram, I follow everybody back. So I have to. I'm just hitting follow, 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 follow.、Uh, there's. It's funny. A lot of these usernames. It's hard. It's it's hard to like read. There's one Candice M Love. I don't know these all lower cases. I don't. I I, I just don't、Your、get. Sometimes, because <laughs> sometimes I'll see words. Wait, that's not a word. Ma ma camo pants. Ma ma. Anyways, she <laughs> that person is following. So we're following back.、Um, lots of follow, 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 follow. Yellow brick road. <laughs> all right, good. So I'm all caught up on following you guys back. So hey,、yeah. all right. So、cool. find us on Instagram, and we'll follow you back. I just found another comment. Um, on our Instagram page, she says, "Fangirling out here a bit. Way awesome to have you guys following us. Thank you. Love your books, podcast, your family. Huge fan. So that's somebody that we follow back, and、oh, they're、right. commenting、yeah. on the fact that we followed them back. Yes, <laughs> it's just funny. That was mom, mums, mums to nums, Canada. Mums and mums tums and tums, Canada. Mums and tums, Canada. Or is it mums and tum Canada?" <laughs> <laughs> Scan Canada. Scan Canada. Thank you, thank you. That was really sweet. Glad we're following you. <laughs> All right, cool. So we got that going. All right, so、uh, let's. Do, and that that fact that that music is going away means that was the end of comments <laughs> with Hayden. He makes my、uh, my producing cues very obvious. Yeah,、right. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's me telling Matt, yeah, go ahead and fade the music down.、Um, we should do some hand signals, maybe. Like, totally.、Uh, guess, whatever.、Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Well, I guess since you're producer Matt, you, that's、uh, you. You know how to. You're、um, all. You get to tell、it. us what to do. Get to figure it、yes. out. Okay. So what's this big news? All right. I'm trying to find. I, I lost the article here. Do you want me to announce、sure. it? Okay.、Yeah. So the the headline says J and J pulls baby powder from the market. So that would be Johnson and Johnson. Both of them. Both Johnsons. both Johnsons. Now, when you first read that, I'm like, well, of course. I thought I was like, I thought they already, already pulled、did. it from the market because、yeah. <laughs> all these lawsuits、uh-huh. with the talc and like, all. But this. Is that when we read the story? It's actually different. Yeah, it's a different reason.、Um, so, so in some of their testing, they found very trace amounts of asbestos in some of their baby powder. So they, it was 
it's they're not admitting. Oh, Jim, you didn't turn your phone off. That's Johnson & Johnson that's calling. Johnson that's Johnson. that's like, actually the office cell phone. So <laughs> like, stop, that's a number. Yeah. <laughs> Don't rat us out. <laughs> I've, I've made, I've turned it so like patients can, instead of having to call and, and do the phone tree, and yeah. stuff, they can just text. So I've actually have an, a cell phone that's just for the office so they, they can oh, just that's text. Cool. But now, you know, the, whatever, the spam callers oh. have gotten hold of this number. So I get quite a few random just calls from nobody. So I usually text them back, can I help you? Mm-hmm. As it, just because it, it, if it is a patient, yeah. but in, it, they, it wouldn't be because otherwise I would have their ID on Sure. Them. Anyways, okay. So, back to Johnson & Johnson. Yes, um, Johnson. I'm yeah. gonna, let me, Go for it. Johnson & Johnson is recalling one a, a lot. No, recalling one lot of its famous baby powder because of possible asbestos contamination. So that that's not good. Yeah. And they... They didn't actually admit that there was asbestos in there, but they're just recalling it because of the tests that there was asbestos in it. Yeah. So the FDA said yeah. in this recent round of testing, they tested about 50 cosmetic products and uh, two lots of the Johnson's baby powder. And one lot tested negative and one lot tested positive. Mm-hmm. So that's just uh, – so this um, is – that's the one lot that's being recalled. So let me find the number for you. Uh, everybody, go get your baby powder. Does anybody <laughs> even have baby powder I, anymore? That's the thing. Like, I was like, people still use that. I, I, it was never something I used on my babies. It, yeah. I do not like the smell. Actually, very dislike the smell, mm, and it just never seemed. <clears throat> it never seemed necessary, and in fact, like I just didn't want them breathing that stuff in and <clears throat> having that smell around. So, um, <clears throat> in fact, the only times I really used it was yeah. for other reasons. Like, gotcha. There's like DIY reasons to sure. use baby powder. Right, yeah. I used to use baby powder when I um, would have to change a bike tire in, in, <laughs> yeah. my, in my with all my bikes because yeah. you kind of put the, the powder between the inner tube and the tire to, to uh-huh. help it slide. And, uh, or if you're trying to get flat. sand off your kid's legs yeah. when you're trying to leave the beach, you put baby powder on it, it just comes right off. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's like in our beach bag. What yeah. is the actual uh, supposed to be purpose of baby powder? You know, I think uh, it, it's drying. A lot of parents, um, you know, that inner, that inside the diaper environment is really moist and warm and promotes yeast and rashes. Mm-hmm. And the thought is if you can kind of keep that dry, uh, much how people use uh, foot powders inside of socks, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. absorb that sweat. And, um, I, you know, I've gotten away from recommending it. Um, now, first off, there was, uh, I always would say, we'll use the corn corn. Corn syrup, no. Corn starch. Corn starch. Corn starch baby baby powder instead of the talc Uh because this talc didn't sound very good to be putting on your baby. Like you had said, and then Mm -hmm. some of it wafts in the air and they breathe it and everything. So I've gotten – I stopped recommending it years ago. Um, Actually, when I noticed – the reason I stopped uh, recommending it was – my own, I would use it myself, just kind of in the the nether regions. Mm-hmm. I kind of keep things uh, happy and drier down there. <laughs> Awkward. Um, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can edit <laughs> this out, right? And uh, <laughs> no, it's but, live. And I would notice um, I, I tended to get more irritations huh. and even kind of yeasty kind of rashes. Hmm. Um, and I thought, huh? So I was like. The only thing I'm using is baby powder. Let mm-hmm. me stop using the baby powder, and I did. And lo and behold, no more, no more jock itch yeah. rashes hmm. for me. So weird. So, so when that happened, that was that was probably literally 
15, 20 years ago when yeah. I kind of noticed that. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to stop even recommending baby powder. Mm-hmm. I have definitely have read some some negative things about using it. You know, it's hard to know exactly what's what's really scientifically proven. But I, for me, when I, with my babies, if something wasn't necessary, I just I didn't want to put anything extra on their body that that wasn't something that was beneficial for them or necessary, especially something that maybe if that I've heard some negative things about. But I think I remember I have this memory now when I was, it was young mom. So my oldest is 16. So this was a long time ago. One of my friends was changing her baby diaper right next to me and put was using the baby powder. And I remember asking her like, oh, like, oh, why do you use baby powder? And she's like, she didn't even know. She's like, well, my mom used it. I don't know. I just thought we were supposed to. Yeah, you were supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were supposed to. So I don't and know. I, 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 still, I still actually get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Even though parents aren't using it, new parents will come in and they'll ask. And, and especially parents that maybe, hmm, well, I guess most new parents don't have any parenting experience, do they? But, um, for but just they some, see. Like, yeah. like you kind of see it. It's in, in right. your mind. But I yeah, definitely right. think but they it's often a go, well, fading oh, trend. You're supposed to use baby powder, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Actually not. Let's not. Okay, so everybody, have you gotten? Did you go to the pantry or your bathroom counter and to get your baby powder? Lot number. This is the winning the lot number. The recall. The recall. Uh, drum roll, please. <laughs> uh, lot number two, two, three, one, eight. R B. Yay! Yay! Bingo! <laughs> you win. Bingo. Asbestos two, in your two, house. Two, two, three, one, eight. Romeo Bravo would be the uh, the recalled lot. So, yeah, you know, just yeah. If if you if you have any interesting uses for baby powder other than, you know, for your baby, comment below. I'm curious what people use their baby powder for. Well, according to this article, baby powder is quite popular not only for use on babies, but many women have used it to reduce feminine odors as well. Mm, I and see. I guess uh, like I said earlier, this particular podcaster used it to uh, reduce <laughs> um, male funk, <laughs> male in, funk. in the, in the okay. nether regions. So. But like you said, you can use things like cornstarch and stuff like that, that that wouldn't have... It's just the smell. Does anybody like that smell? Or whenever I buy products that it's like, ooh, baby powder smell. Mm. That's the opposite of what I would want. Interesting. Maybe yeah, it's just it me. The smell, that yeah. doesn't bother okay, me. Cool. I don't know why it doesn't, but... Um, but yeah, so if anybody's still using, if, like I said earlier, it, it seems like after there's a bunch of lawsuits uh-huh. uh, for this, uh, to me right there is okay, that's enough to not really I'm just use not it. a fan of, of Johnson & Johnson anyway. I gotcha. mean, a lot of their products have been recalled. There's been a lot of lawsuits. It's just, it's very, I find it, a lot of um, preservatives in it, a lot of extra perfu- perfumes and dyes and just ingredients that I, I don't think are really beneficial for babies and I, I think possibly even can be somewhat harmful. I mean, I'm not going to traumatize it, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't, it's not the company that I've ever bought stuff from necessarily. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a fun idea for a, a future podcast You're going through some of the popular baby products and yeah. the list of ingredients and saying this chemical is oh not good for this <laughs> yeah, that would be... or this chemical. Yeah, yeah right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that'd be fun. We should do that. Yeah, and that's when we when I'm telling parents often they ask which which you know, which but diaper cream should I use which uh, this or that mm-hmm. I often just say you know the one with the least amount of ingredients mm-hmm. uh, usually is is kind of a, a way to go um, yeah. you know whether it's an ointment or a diaper cream or something so the, in general the more natural the better and, and it's funny co- I don't know why I'm thinking of this coconut oil has kind of become just a, a very good universal 
mm-hmm. moisturizer, and there's one ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> Coconut, yeah. Coconuts and, it's, and oil. It's very no, inexpensive, it's and it's... Yeah, I know. It smells uh, good. <laughs> that was oil. a joke. It's one it thing. Is. Coconut oil. <laughs> Didn't laugh at that one. So, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh, move on to this article. Um, this is a really interesting article, um, and uh, it's funny. I see. I get this kind of stuff almost every day, and I hear it. Uh, you know, what's wrong with kids these days, mm-hmm. and all that, and you know, why 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 aren't parents as good as they used to be, and and it's funny, I'm starting to realize, I think that's a real generational thing, because I, you know, I remember um, when I was a kid, all the parents at that time were complaining about my generation, mm-hmm. and then and then now my, now me, mm-hmm. I'm complaining about the new generation, yeah. and, and, you know, and the, the pre, I think it's just every, every generation is not as happy <clears throat> with the new generation in terms oh, of sure. how they're dealing it's, with stuff. But yeah. anyway, so this is an interesting um, um, uh, article. So, yeah, Sue- I like... I liked at the beginning when she kind of she kind of calls it out because she's she's a bit well known in in her field and she says it's rather strange to be a quote famous parent and have your family profiled on the cover of magazines. I'm like, yeah, yeah that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> we t- we experience that. I and sometimes yeah, I wonder no. with at you first know I, with mom and dad. I'm like, gosh, I wonder how to have parenting is such a personal thing. It's such an intimate thing. It's like. It's so, I don't even know what the word is, but to ha- kind of have your ideas and your your thing out there so visibly mm-hmm. and um, to have it critiqued and and, and, oh, yeah. and all that. That I mean, must feel just very with, vulnerable. Like during a tantrum at a grocery store, yeah, even, like, you know, and like with parenting, first off, uh, you, you want to instill your ideals in your kids, mm-hmm. you know, but then um, when they... But then the, the way the kids react to that, you take it personally often, yeah. you know, and, and a parent, I mean, like when my, when my kids would act up, um, I would, you know, it would just, I felt like it would reflect on me, mm-hmm. you know, and even like on the soccer field, I remember <laughs> just uh, when my son, my daughter never played any um, like team sports. She was all just dance, you know, dancing mm-hmm. and not saying just dance, but she would literally at the dance studio six, five, six days a week. Um, so uh, that was quite busy, but on the soccer field with my son, if he'd miss, uh, miss a kick, I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, we should have practiced more. Yeah. You, you know? like put it on yourself. Yeah, like I felt like a bad yeah. soccer player. I mean, parent, um, <laughs> be- because if he made a mistake, yeah. you know, so. it's, it's just very interesting. It's a very interesting concept. And I, 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 I know mom and dad probably feel the same way as, as her sometimes, um, but but I but kind of just like her, they don't claim all the credit for our success or the same thing for our failures or for what what we you know our downfalls or where we struggle. That's not on them either. Yeah. So this mom raised three girls, and they are all quite success, successful. One of them is the CEO of YouTube. Ever I've heard, heard of that? that. Yeah, heard of that? Heard yeah. Of yeah. I, think my I don't kids know if it's going it. to really catch on. Yeah, or not, it's but a you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's it, it may it may get popular. Um, another of uh, the one of their daughters is a professor of pediatrics, um, and then the uh, third one is the co-founder and CEO of Twenty Three and Me. Mm. So quite quite some accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the uh, the so, genetics. So two really smart people, and then thing. one doctor. 
It's funny when when some when people ask me, "Hey, are you are you, are you encouraging your kids to uh, go into medicine?" I'm like, "No, I think they're too smart for that." Oh, <laughs> so. oh you guys are great. Anyway, so okay, and then this mom is actually a um, she's an educator, and so she um, uh, she gets asked for advice a lot, and uh, through her decades of experience as a mother and now a grandmother. Uh, she's identified several fundamental values that help our kids achieve success. So one of these values is kindness, and it's the one that some parents fail to teach their kids. Um, and and I see, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's sometimes, you know, when I, as I was reading this article, it's like from her credentials and what her kids have accomplished, I was waiting for like this kind of this big thing, like, Oh, what did she teach her kids? And I love that what her thing is, was so basic, but so fundamental to who we are as people. Like her thing is teach your kids to care. That's the Mm -hmm. next statement. That's like the one thing she sees parents not doing is, is simply teaching your kids to, to care. And I think it's because, we're so we're so concerned that our kids are going to be successful and have you know what all that they need to to just rock this this life that they have that sometimes we forget one of the most basic things and something that it, what she presents in this article is going to make a huge profound difference in their life is teach your kids to care. Yeah. And one of the one of her kind of uh tenets and just general parenting attitudes was um Believing that it was uh, every, it's everybody's duty to contribute and make our community better, mm-hmm. you know, and instead of you know give and take, don't just take 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 take, mm-hmm. but give back some and um, and you know if everybody sits around and and doesn't do anything, nothing gets done, you know. Yeah. Um, so we you know try to be a doer and a giver. And, and I think that's one of the reasons, Dad. You know, I know he encouraged. He he loves being a doctor. He loves being a doctor. He talks about his MD as his ministry. Mm-hmm. And mom and dad have always been very mission-driven in their careers and their their life. In fact, when they talk about their career, it's always through the lens of that it's a ministry, that it's what they get to give to this world. And I know they've really passed on that concept to us. And that's one reason, I mean, that's one reason doctors are so amazing. I mean, it is a fantastic career and you guys are very smart and all that, but it is very service oriented and it puts you in a position besides just with, you know, with your patients and your practice, it really puts you in a position where you can serve the world in other ways too, because you have that doctor platform. Sure. One of the ways you can do that with kids is, uh, is, um, just having them volunteer, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's at the local, food pantry or going down to Mexico with for to visit an orphanage and help build houses or something like that we just know that uh, especially in teenagers when they volunteer um uh, even it's funny as i'm thinking about this i remember my kids they would volunteer just even just at the local church um mm-hmm. on sundays they they'd take care of the younger kids they'd kind of help watch in in what we call it sunday school or the nursery or whatever mm-hmm. Um, you know, they go to the church service, but then after that, they'd, you know, during the, the next service, they'd sit and volunteer and uh, mm-hmm. just working, you know, when a, a teen or older child works with a younger child, um, it just, it helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helps everybody. It doesn't even, not just helps the, the, the little kids, but the actual volunteer e or volunteer, mm-hmm. um, it, it can decrease your, it, it help increase your mood. It actually, de- there's a study, it incre- decreases your cardiovascular risk. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. 
And I like it because it, <clears throat> especially for teenagers, it just takes them out of themselves yeah. and they get to care for a younger person that's not their sibling. And so I know when my older, I have a 16, 12 year old girl and then a nine year old boy. And I know that when my, when my girls are around babies or toddlers that are not their sibling, I see that they have like a new compassion for younger people and it's they're all not just annoying brothers so it's it's like when they interact with their cousins or like in a nursery or something like that it it i think it helps them remember um that the the younger people are actually amazing and really fun and and um it, it takes them out of themselves. Sure. And I like and, it. And, and I think it helps remind them of where they've just been. Uh-huh. Right? right. I, I oh, really I like that. that. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, remember when I used to laugh like that or play make believe like that. And or it, poop in my pants like that. <laughs> right. You know? Like all those things. I think it's really great for, for kids to kind of engage in that way. And, and doing your t- having your teens do that, they will be less likely to engage in risky behaviors, illegal, illegal behaviors. And um, it just, just mm-hmm. we just know that it's just. I think it reminds them that, that. that people are watching them, that they yes. matter to the next, mm-hmm. to the kids coming after them. Oh yeah, like they're in a position of um, being looked up to by right. these kids. And that's the cool. Nursery. That's a it's a cool feeling because mm-hmm. oftentimes a teenager you can just feel crappy about yourself, like oh I don't really have anything. Yeah, to, I don't matter. Yeah, I don't matter. Whatever. I don't really contribute. But suddenly when some kids that are five, ten years younger than you are looking, wow, yeah. you're so cool, you know, and, and, and yeah, you think, I love how you're. Oh, I need uh, to. I need to watch myself. Mm-hmm. I need to, I get to be that person somebody looks up to. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a great feeling. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, this article goes on and it's, it's, it's very true. She talks about this being kind of a, a big concern in our country that so much of us are concerned about trying to be happy. We do so many things, products and this and that and techniques on how to be happy. So it's almost like we, f- we focus so hard on ways to make ourselves happy. But in the end, really the best way to make ourselves happy is to serve other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of comes down to yeah. that basic. Even though a lot of our, our intention is I'm going to work hard so that I can just do nothing. Yeah, and, I can work and, hard to make a lot of money, and then go sit and on then a beach, go sit on a beach, and, <laughs> and just be cool and not and not really yeah. work out. But it's interesting. Um, somebody that actually fulfills that goal um, often finds that they are not happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and it's funny. This article talks about you know these very successful uh, women. They know a lot of people uh, in Silicon Valley who worry about themselves before anyone else, and they do. They've kind of reach that, hey, I've got enough money, now I don't have to do anything. So they just kind of, it, it turns them into either a narcissist or a thrill addict and um, and not necessarily a very happy person. Um, and now I've seen a lot of people that are successful um, maybe retire, mm-hmm. um, but then almost universally after just a couple of minutes. What's that noise? That's <laughs> your phone. Oh, <laughs> I put it Is on it Quiet. <laughs> it's still making noise. Where was it? What was I talking about? Oh, they're successful. Um, oh, but then they, after a couple of weeks or months of retirement, they're like, well, okay, I got to do something. Yeah, I got to keep giving. Last. I got to keep giving back and, and creating, um, whether whether it's a foundation or a voluntary, volunteer type of organization. And uh, just because it just keeps people happy instead of feeling isolated and depressed. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is just having a sense of purpose in life, mm-hmm. knowing that yeah. you're making a difference. 
Yeah. And it's funny, even I, I'm such like, so like that. If I don't have a purpose, even if I go on vacation, like when I go over to Hawaii or the, the Caribbean, um, it's hard for me just to go over there with the goal of sitting on the beach reading a book. <laughs> you know, it's like I want to go down there and work on stuff or work on my boat. I have a boat in Hawaii, you know, and that, that so mm-hmm. when I go there, I have a purpose. I, I get to clean the boat and, and make sure it's working and fix it up. Um, when I go down to the Caribbean, uh, most of the time it's to do some racing. Mm-hmm. So there's a purpose. And, and suddenly when the purpose goes away, I find myself like, well, well what's the point? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah. I, I know. Um, yeah, this is this time of year is such a great time of year to engage in some of those service oriented things. So there's you know with Thanksgiving and sure. Christmas and New Year's. There's so many opportunities to mm-hmm. get involved with your local church or community center. And even the start of the new year is kind of a, a great a great time to set set a new intention for your family. But really, your kids are going to see you and do what you do. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of the Sears kids have a servant-oriented heart is because mom and dad did. It just it's just how we operated. Um, so you know the article does say you, you can you can preach to your kids about doing this. You can you can talk to them about doing it, but really they're going to watch what you do. Mm-hmm. So that's um, yeah. Again, no pressure. Yeah, that was that volunteer attitude. Like you said, it's this time of the year, a great thing. I love to see families, and we used to do this. Um, actually, we still do it. Um, um, we, um, through organization, find a family who has kids at this of the same age as our kids, and we do some Christmas. But then maybe this family is is less fortunate. Maybe mm-hmm. a, a parent is in prison or something like that. Yeah, so, or in the you know, army yeah, or some or, right, armed forces or military, yeah. just gone. And um, so we'll do some Christmas shopping for them, and mm-hmm. to, and to, and I think that was great for my kids because they you know, just got to see that. Uh, um, how good it feels to mm-hmm. give, and and it's just not all about getting, getting, getting. Yeah, for I, sure. It, I think I have a hypothesis about this. I I think kids tend to have a natural, innate desire to give mm-hmm. and to serve at, from a very, very young age. And if you don't foster that and give them opportunities, I think it eventually goes away. Mm-hmm. And that's a very sad thing that is becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah, I agree, Matt. I mean, you see the look on your little kids' faces when they give you something. Yeah. It's like it's like these eyes are so excited to give it to you, and yeah. that brings them so much joy, yeah. <laughs> especially something they've created and made. So... You know, I think, oh, I, I have this, I have had this memory. I don't know if I've shared it before, but when my kids were really young, we homeschooled, so we kind of got to do a lot of cool stuff. And it was Valentine's, we were prepping for Valentine's Day the night before, and we got together with a group of other kids, and we got brown paper bags, and we, um, we were going to put, like, some candy in it, some, um, like, wet wipes, bottled water, like, a few things that, that people, that homeless people would eat. I lived in L.A., so we had a lot of homeless people around, um, and we, we, we <laughs> my kids always wanted to give them something whenever we passed them. It was really hard for them to walk by and not do something to help, but we, you know, we kind of found out that giving them money was, was not, was not going to be helpful in the long run, so we, so we tried to carry granola bars and stuff like that, but we just didn't always have it, so um, we would p- kind of plan ahead, because it would give them anxiety to walk past these people and not do anything to help, mm, so we would yeah. kind of plan to do something specific, so, so we would pack these paper bags with, with stuff, um, 
But one of the things the kids did, which I love, is before we put stuff in the bags, they would color on them and they would write notes on them, oh, little Bible cool. verses or just little you know <laughs> pictures cool. and and notes that from a little child. And so on Valentine's Day, we would go and hand out these love bags. And of course, they would get their little sandwich or a little this or that. But they would also get this paper bag with this cute little picture and note from <laughs> you know a, a six-year-old, a four-year-old. And it was just the best show of love that... Um, you know, that they can give. And I, I think probably it did for more for our kids than it did for the people that got the bags. But, you know, that, that I just got that memory now. And um, I think that stuff like that is really impactful. Now, I know it, it's, it, it takes effort and it takes getting out of yourself and it's vulnerable. It's, you know, it's a little vulnerable mm-hmm. to do stuff like that. But I won't ever forget that. And I know that's a memory they hold dear. Cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and to, especially to plan. Yeah. You know, to like, hey, we're going to go do this, and and to have to think ahead. You yeah. know, as opposed to suddenly, oh, you're you're surprised by somebody in need. Oh, here, let me see what I have. Yeah. My, right. <laughs> right. So, all right. Cool. This is uh, good stuff. Um, the uh, the article ends up just in terms. Even the adults out there, it, um, if you're not just taking any time to to give back it's easy to to start you can simply volunteer for an hour in for an hour a month in your community or go to a city council meeting and just listen to the issues and sometimes you'll kind of you'll start to see the needs in your community i i used to i used to go to city council meetings a lot because my particular neighborhood there was there was trying to they were trying to do some construction right next to it mm. that was kind of it was going to be not great for our little yeah. street. So, you know, we were up in arms in the in the <laughs> city council. But so because of that, I had to sit in the city council meetings and it was kind of interesting hearing uh-huh. all the other things going on around the city and people wanting uh, speed bumps and four-way stop signs and that kind of stuff to uh, keep, you know, slow people down and all that kind of stuff. So, but it, it was a little eye-opening. Mm-hmm. So um, we got uh, <clears throat> mom-to-mom moments coming up. But before I thought... Um, I'll talk about a little bit about what I'm seeing in the office. Uh, lots of tummy stuff. There's, mm. a, I think, a lot of a lot of norovirus going around. Uh, tummy flu, uh, throwing up, diarrhea, all the good kind of stuff, and and then of course colds. Man, it, I think like three, was it three weeks ago we had the really bad Santa Ana winds, mm-hmm. and everybody was having this respiratory stuff, probably initiated by allergies, but <laughs> uh-huh. then, you know, a week or two into it and it's still going on. Everybody's thinking they have sinus infections. So I thought it just, this would be a good time to remind everybody uh, the importance of boosting your immune system. I know we never talk about that on the on this show. <laughs> never, uh, ever. Never, ever, but, especially uh, on the last podcast. Yeah. Well, as long as people keep getting sick, I'm going to keep talking <laughs> yes. about what you can do to boost your immune system and um just and it's funny i i, I think it was yesterday two days ago in the office a mom was asking i'm trying to remember what was going on with the child um but she's like oh i think the child was just starting to get a cold or, or whatever she's like okay what can i be doing to boost mm-hmm. their immune system and i said i i kind of jokingly i said well the, the real answer to that is the stuff that hopefully you've been doing for the last three or four months. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's an every, it's an all the time kind of a uh-huh. thing. Um, just eating well. The more good stuff you eat, the more fruits, veggies, and fish uh, that you eat, uh, and the less bad stuff, um, the better. Yes, you know? for sure. And then uh, specifically um, 
just immune boosters, things that uh, help fight. Uh, the, the recent thing, I've seen a lot of kids uh, doing elderberry. It's funny, mm-hmm. you're, you're using an elderberry <laughs> an sippy cup. cup right yeah. there. Um, the <laughs> supple- <mean> coffee cup? <laughs> but uh, this, I, you know, the supplement that I take, Juice Plus, is, has elderberry mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, Lots of water and, yeah. and sleep. So this is my mm. – sleep is like the thing right now I'm doing with my kids because oh we're coming off of the so holidays night, and all that. Yeah, like Our dog let's was get itching. sleep. Our dog was itching all freaking night. <laughs> <laughs> Just scratch, 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 scratch. I'm like, uh. oh. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Yeah, sleep and then limiting the sugar. I know it's really hard over the holidays, but um, limiting the sugar or at least balancing it out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we know we're going to go to a party later on tonight, we're going to be really good about our eating during the day. So just being mindful of the balance of sugar that you're eating. And then when you do go to that party, enjoy the heck out of it. Like enjoy the treats and the yumminess that is that comes with the season, but just be mindful of what you're what you're putting into your body the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it uh and and uh I try to think especially you've mentioned the holiday season, um try to um uh I saw something on Facebook. I think it was even yesterday. They they broke down between now and New Year's how many meals you're going to have. I, I'll, I'll get the numbers wrong, but I think it was like 108 meals mm-hmm. between now and the end of the year. Um, but only eight of them are holiday meals. Uh-huh. Um, there's you know Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and then the day after I think counted. Yeah. There's New Year's <laughs> Eve, and then Christmas, and all that. But and there's some a few other ones. Um, but so. So just remember, there's you like between now and the end of the year, you have a hundred normal meals mm-hmm. and eight holiday, holiday meals. meals. So make so those good balance. ones. Yep. Make those good ones good, and then you won't have to worry about the you know taking it easy at, at the bad yeah. ones. So yeah, Does and that makes sense. One we can end with this, but the one thing with this time of year is the the green and red food coloring. This, oh, that's like, yes. <laughs> this time uh, of year, I hit, that's the thing that just makes me cringe because everything is green and red and green and red. And it's so pretty, but it's like, oh, I don't want that to go in our bodies. So, so like make decorate the holiday cookies, but like leave some white ones to eat because they taste the same or they taste better. Yeah, the right. food coloring doesn't make them taste yeah, better. Or you doesn't. can you can search out some of the natural For food sure. colorings. Yeah. Natural they food use colorings. like beet juice and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's I, one reason I love Trader Joe's. I will totally give a shout out to Trader Joe's because their stuff is gorgeous, but they don't use any artificial food coloring. So like Oh really? Yeah, no, in, not in at all. None of their none products? of Trader Joe's brand products. Oh. They I don't use any artificial did. food coloring. Whoa. They don't use any preservatives. They don't use any high fructose corn syrup. I believe they don't use any GMOs either. I, Interesting. I heard that. Okay, or, now, or trans fat. Now I'm inter- Now I'm going right, to be so curious. I'm going to go see if I can find. <laughs> if any of you out there are at Trader Joe's, look. Um, we, uh, you know, one of the things we get for holidays at Trader Joe's are these. Um, they're the JoJo cookies that are dipped, dipped in, in chocolate. chocolate and then covered with like candy cane or candy cane crushed crumble cr- candy cane. Yeah. But um, anyways, those but are really no, good. But no food coming. But, this um, section of oh. the Doctor Seuss Family <laughs> Podcast brought to you by Trader, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Um, but uh, back, you know, when I first started uh, giving nutritional lectures, um, one of my points was a lot of people think, oh, it's just food coloring. Come on. You, it's in your pantry. It's in the mm-hmm. cute little bottle. It, how can it be? Yeah, there's it looks no so calories. Cute. It tastes it so doesn't good. doesn't count. It, yeah, it, it wasn't. A lot of people have it in a category. It's not good or bad. It's just neutral. But uh, eh, there's a lot of evidence and a lot of people, um, so, you know, either have allergies to it or it affects kids' behavior. Um I'm not saying it causes autism, but a lot of kids with autism, they regress. They their behavior gets way worse 
if they get a hold of uh, mm-hmm. a food with food dyes in it. So yeah. it's not just just this inert uh, neutral Mm-mm. substance. It actually does some pretty nasty stuff to you. And uh, and every few years I forget that I'm allergic to one of the dyes and I eat some Christmas cookies and I break out in hives. Yeah, one of my daughters got a rash when she was little, which was fantastic. So I could say, look, right? It was actually really good mm-hmm. for her to see. It's like, oh, this is what happens when you eat this. Because uh-huh. I know bad things are happening in her body, even at a small level that we might never know. But the fact that she could see it, I was actually really grateful for that rash. I, kids will really respond to that and I, we use it all the time with my now five-year-old oh daddy i want this oh sorry we're allergic to that mm-hmm. and he drops it yeah. oh. <laughs> i mean we try not to abuse it too much <laughs> yeah. no you're allergic I'm to <laughs> allergic to donuts all donuts <laughs> all of them but I th- they, they they can understand it yeah it, that especially if, if there's something physical you can point mm-hmm. to remember when you ate it last time you had this reaction mm-hmm. yeah it helps move past that craving that's a good, yeah, that's a good, and, uh, or, you know, if some, um, I also try to make it a positive thing too. Hey, we want to make sure we eat more, you know, lots of fast running foods. Um, mm-hmm. my, my son back in the day, he, that was, he was all about, if that's a, a green light food, if that's a, a, run, a food that helps you run fast. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll never forget. He ran up to me. It was, I think at some family barbecue. I don't remember what he was holding, but he's like, daddy, is this, is this red or green? And I said, oh, that's red. Sorry. He's like, okay. You know, he didn't really, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go put it back. There was no like, oh, darn. He just wanted to know. And and it was funny. And um, so, and and he's still a very good eater. So happy about that. Ooh, that music tells me that it is time for Mommy Dearest Moments. (laughs) Wait, what's it called? Mommy Moments. (laughs) Mommy. Mom to mom mom moments. Why, you know, my problem, my little sheet here, (laughs) it's an old sheet, and I just wrote Mommy Moments, but that's not the right name. Mom to mom moments. And it's not mother to mother moments. Mom, is it (laughs) the letter, like T-O or or two, the number two? (laughs) Two. Mom to mom moments. (laughs) Mom to mom movements. All of you should have brothers that make you laugh. <laughs> it is great. All right, so okay, so my mom to mom moment today goes along with that article. It really kind of it helped me. I started thinking back to to things that I cared about even before I had kids, which of course that takes up so much of your care and your attention and your focus, which is fantastic. But um, I would encourage you to just take some time over the next few days to think about what you have cared about. What's something that's always made your heart burn? Um, even when you were really little, just just take some time to really assess that. What are, what are those things? And I think whatever comes to mind, that's probably a, a great clue to what you can start um, serving with your family, or even just bring that up in conversation with your kids and let them hear about what you cared about as a child and a teenager and a young adult, because letting them hear what um, what matters to you outside your family, outside yourself, I think will really be great in getting their minds working about what they care about, and it can bring up some great conversation. So that's my mom to mom moment is take some time to remember what what broke your heart as a child or as um in your your formal before parent life and share that with your kids. Wow. Yeah, good one. Good one. And that music Hold on, let me start the video. <laughs> I'm going to do a out outro 
selfie video. I'm gonna have to edit. Ooh, it's raining out there. Can you oh, hear the rain? Yay! Yay, yay rain! Yay, rain! I know we're in, here we're in Southern California. It's, we, we celebrate. We, we love the rain, just because it only happens two and a half days a year. And so, but thank you so much for tuning in to the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I hope you've learned something. Please send us comments, questions. Uh, one of the best things you could do is send us questions because then we mm-hmm. know what you guys want to ask uh, ask about. And w- that's what we're here. We're here to help you. Ooh, here to serve you. Yeah. See yeah. how I bring it yeah, back to I what we were talking about earlier. We're here yeah. to serve you. And uh, I'm, Hayden's hiding as I bring the video <laughs> around I, her. Still Jeez, in my I forgot. I didn't tell her it was uh, on camera day. So, all right. So thank you. Um, find us on the Instagrams and Facebooks, Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Send us questions, like I said. And um, for producer Matt and uh, health coach Hayden, I'm your host, Dr. Jim Sears, and we will see you later. Later.